0: What's up, wrestling fans? Welcome to episode number 257 of the Smart Out Moment Smack Talk podcast. This is the Hot Tags edition for the week, where I'm going to be breaking down some of the current events, rumors, and news going on in the world of sports entertainment and pro wrestling from the past few days. As always, I am your host, Tony Mango, and I want to preface this episode by saying I am out of it right now. I am exhausted. Back's killing me. Totally don't feel like doing this at the moment, so if the energy level is low, I apologize, but I promise when we do our pay-per-view predictions a little bit later on this week, going to boost up that energy a little bit more, so uh, bear with me through this edition. And you'll get to better content later on. But it's the hot tags. We have a couple things to talk about, and I'm going to start things off with just a congratulatory little thing. Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella now know the gender of their child. It's going to be a baby girl, so congrats to those. No real big story about that. It's just, hey, cool. That's the type of thing that if you like the more gossipy parts of the hot tags, that's perfect for you. If you don't, well, we're moving on, so that's great, right? Uh, Let's talk about Vince McMahon. That horrible segment that Paul Heyman had on Monday Night Raw, where we were talking about this on the Monday Night Raw post show, was just garbage. Everything about it was terrible. Apparently, according to reports, Vince McMahon, quote, blew a gasket over it, pulled the plug early, decided that he would just hit the music and it would be the end of it, just move on to the next segment. And you know what? That was the right call because it was terrible. And I don't know whose idea it was, but who was the person that thought, hometown boy Brock Lesnar is going to get booed over Goldberg. Especially when you have people pointing out that you should be cheering Goldberg, and you know that the audience usually likes to do what's opposite, because they think that they're cool and it's the whole thing like that. And we were talking before, Curtis Axel, earlier in the night, got a huge reception for being a hometown boy. So, if you're from Minnesota and a guy from Minnesota gets cheered a whole lot, and another guy from Minnesota's coming out, and he's a popular guy, you should assume that he's going to end up getting cheered as well. So I don't know if they all just thought that it would go over a different way, or if there was one person that just was steadfast about it and said, no, you need to uh, charge through and just figure out a way to turn the crowd or whatever, but did not work whatsoever. And of course it's not going to work when you have Paul Heyman coming out there stuttering and everything. That was just not entertaining on top of it. So. I don't know if that was Vince's call, Paul Heyman's call, or whatever. Somebody needs to sort of reevaluate how they do those kind of things if that's how they're going, because it failed miserably. Now, of course, that's not going to end up screwing up the entire feud. And next week when Goldberg comes out, maybe that crowd's going to boo him. I don't know. Kind of depends on what the individual crowds want to do and what the show beforehand is going to convince the crowds to do, because if you're in a good mood, you're going to follow along the story a little bit more. If you're in a bad mood, you're going to boo it. Just look at what happened with Dana Brooke and Bailey. Crowd did not like that, and maybe that's a little bit of a contributing factor as well. I don't know, but uh, the Goldberg and Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar, that whole dynamic, you know, it's going to be the way that we've seen everything. Goldberg's coming in as the babyface. Brock Lesnar's going to stand there. Paul Heyman's going to build up Goldberg and talk about how great he was, but how Brock Lesnar is going to win. And then Brock Lesnar's going to (laughs) win. And then he's going to look better for having beaten a guy who's bigger and better and stronger. And then we're going to rinse and repeat the entire thing again. So I don't know why they're trying to necessarily just go the route of he has to be the heel in it. Nothing's changed. He's been a jerk since uh, day one of bringing him back. So if people cheer him, they cheer him. If they boo him, they boo him. Who cares? In the end, it's about Goldberg more than it is about Lesnar. So make Goldberg look good, have him lose, because that's more than likely what's going to happen, and then he can go to the Hall of Fame next year and you still do exactly what you were hoping to do. Having a promo in Minneapolis, I think they were in Minneapolis, right? They weren't like a different area. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, But having a promo in there... And not getting the direct reaction that you thought you would get, which you've been a part of this company since its inception. Why was you? You don't realize by now that that's going to end up being the case. That's not going to make or break the match at Survivor Series. It's a month away. They'll be fine. So don't blow any gaskets over that. Uh, we had a lot of talk about the list this week on Monday Night Raw, which was annoying as all hell. But there was something that was pretty interesting earlier this week that I put on the uh on the list. <laughs> God damn it, put on the list for the hot tags, which is that Chris Jericho put both Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton on the list. And no matter who you're voting for, you gotta kind of go in the same boat that a lot of people are, myself included, where they're both just terrible. And I think if there's one thing that most people can agree on, it's that we shouldn't have either of these people be president. Now I know I'm going to get some responses of like, yeah, but this one's better than the other one. I don't give a shit. They're both terrible. So nice to see that Chris Jericho kind of agrees with that. And it's like, well, they're both on the list for different reasons. Anyway, moving on, we got some more talk about indie wrestling and networks, which we've been talking about quite a bit lately between the TNA stuff, which of course they have even more problems, but I'm not getting into that we talked way too much about TNA's legal problems but uh WWE's recently been asking a lot of different people in their fan council surveys and stuff if they were interested in purchasing any kind of a subscription that based around other promotions from WWE whether it was like Ring of Honor TNA Evolve etc and now there's a new thing coming out which is uh Flow Sports are creating Flow Slam now I'm completely unfamiliar with flow sports, but it's some kind of a streaming service and they've got like different subdivisions, which include, uh, where is it? Flow combat, flow KO, flow wrestling, flow grappling. It's a whole big, you know, subdivisional kind of thing like that. Now they're creating flow slam, which is going to be including everything from the world wrestling network. And that's going to be ring of honor, dragon gate, evolve, shine, full impact pro and shimmer amongst probably some other things that they'll throw into the mix too so here's what's interesting about this now one thing is if you're interested in buying this which some of them might be it's going to be if you buy the flow pro subscription it's $20 a month or $150 per year so that's already double what WWE's network is but it gives you a completely different type of content so maybe you're more into indie wrestling maybe that's the thing you want to do maybe if you're just uh pure WWE, then you wouldn't be interested whatsoever. But it is gonna do Roku and Apple and the website, which I think is flowslam.tv. Uh with that kind of stuff, if you're interested and in that's what it is. But I'm more interested in how this works into WWE's relationship with these companies because not only were they interested in bringing them on the network, but they've been working a lot with Evolve and with uh even with Shimmer a little bit here and there in Dragon Gate. They've been talking about them on the air, too. Ring of Honor has been brought up. They don't seem to be as worried anymore about having some kind of cross-pollination. So even in the press release about this, they're mentioning the different people that have been part of the tape library and everything that they've got for Flow Slam. They bring up Tony Nese, Drew Gulak, Zack Sabre Jr. So Zack Sabre Jr. is not a part of the company, WWE, as far as that is. Uh, Drew Gulak and Tony Nese They are. And if all their content from elsewhere, like Evolve and whatnot, if that's gonna not be in WWE's hands, they might be pissed about that. Now, of course, if they wanted to pay and get you know a better deal, then they should have paid and got a better deal. But this might end up being a negative in the long run. Now, a negative for people that are interested in the same way that I am, as opposed to some different things, but a negative in the way that this might hinder something like the cruiserweight classic, because why would they want to bring up people that are a part of a different streaming service? And you don't want to have like a cruiserweight classic qualifying match on a shimmer show, or it wouldn't be a shimmer show, but, uh, on say full impact pro and have that be a part of the VOD network for a competing company. So I don't know what's going to be in the case with this, but, And it does seem like that's going to be some kind of a hindrance, at least in some capacity, to WWE. So I'm not really into that. I'm, of course, not going to sign up for this network. I don't care that much about indie wrestling. I don't have enough time to watch indie wrestling on top of that, which if I did, then maybe I'd end up getting into it a little bit more. But uh, Flow Slam, not going to be a thing for me. If it is for you and you guys check that out, definitely let me know what you think of the service when it ends up coming out. If it ends up being something that's really cool and we should uh, give it a little bit of a peep, then. You know, drop them in the comments below and all that. Let's move on to another one here. This is going to actually be two things tied into one, our final topics of the night. James Ellsworth might have a spot in the Royal Rumble, and the reason why I'm tying this in is they're both Royal Rumble related, but this one, I think, is kind of self-explanatory. I mean, this guy's been staying around for a while. If he keeps showing up on SmackDown, he's guaranteed to have a spot on the Royal Rumble. Why wouldn't they? They've put weirder people in the Royal Rumble in the past, so especially if there's the potential, which they haven't said it yet, and I don't want to bank on it being the case, but especially if there's 60 men in this Royal Rumble, then he has to be a part of it. But I mean, they've been doing this thing with any man with two hands has a fighting chance, and he's continuing to show up on there, and people love the whole underdog thing. Of course, he's not going to win, but a gimmick spot on the Royal Rumble for somebody like a James Ellsworth, you get a pop, a laugh out of it, is worth. So much more than, say, giving it to Goldust or Prebo or something like that. Those people are clearly not going to win. James Ellsworth clearly is not going to win. You might as well have some fun with it while you're at it, right? So I'm all in for that. The other bigger story, though, the biggest story out of all the things we need to talk about tonight, AJ Styles is really, really trying to convince people that Shawn Michaels is going to be his challenger for the, uh, the Royal Rumble. Now there's even a graphic that he's been posting saying like, hey, this looks like a pretty good idea, doesn't it? We might've mentioned this before. I don't know if we did or not, but if we did, I'm just going to reiterate what I said before. I'm pretty sure I would have said it back then, but it's not going to happen. Now, if it did happen, that would be amazing. Shawn Michaels is without a doubt my favorite pro wrestler of all time. I don't think anybody matches his overall scope of how much he's been able to bring to the ring and stuff. Undertaker's number two, but you know, they've got their different strengths and weaknesses, but, uh, Shawn Michaels coming back is something that I don't think is going to happen, period. And if it did happen, I don't think it would be against AJ Styles. I think that it would be triple H's retirement match or undertaker's retirement, or maybe even like a Daniel Bryan situation or something like that. But I don't think it's going to be Styles and Michaels. Now, of course, if there is a surprise and they do do this match, then holy shit am I excited because (laughs) Royal Rumble is my favorite pay-per-view of the year almost always, other than maybe WrestleMania. It kind of depends on the quality, but Royal Rumbles are always super fun. And if you add AJ Styles versus Shawn Michaels on top of that, that's going to be such an amazing show. So I'm totally down for it if Shawn Michaels is down for coming back but I don't necessarily think that's going to happen. In fact, if you told me right now I'd have to bet my life savings on it either happening or not, I'm definitely going with it not happening. So don't get your hopes up at the same time. If it ends up happening, then get your hopes up because then the match is going to be fucking amazing. So I want to know what you guys think about all these different topics in the hot tags. Would you like to see James Ellsworth in the Royal Rumble? If you want to see AJ Styles versus Shawn Michaels, how do you think that should go down? If you don't think that match is going to happen, what else is going to happen instead? Anything you want to toss out there about Brie Bella and Daniel Bryan, the Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton on the list thing? Are you interested in uh, Flow slam? And what do you think about that Paul Heyman promo? Is that going to ruin everything for Goldberg and Brock Lesnar going forward? Was it just a slight misstep? Should the fans have just gone along with it? Whatever the case may be, drop your comments below. Make sure you hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. Give us a thumbs up on this video as well. And follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Moment. But that's going to be it for this week's edition of the Hot Tags. We got the IWC outreach, the Ask Him, and all that other kind of stuff coming up a little bit later on, probably tomorrow afternoon. Then we got the pay-per-view predictions for Hell in a Cell 2016. Then at the end of the week, Hell in a Cell is actually happening. So that's going to obviously culminate in the Hell in a Cell post-show. So, four different things this week. Three things coming up a little bit later on to check out. One already in the bag. Thanks for checking this out, everybody. This has been another SmartCout moment, and I'm being counted out.